He's a renegade cop who plays by his own set of... Oh, my God. Is that a young Danny Trejo? Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Bulletproof. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every other week we talk about a different movie from the 80s. I'm one of your two hosts. Mm-hmm. My name's Doug McCambridge, and with me as all right, always... All right, all right, always, yeah, always. ...is Jamie Lorello, or J-Lo, as was established <laughs> last episode. I was just, I was just ping-ponging that out there. You could be I, open to it or not. I appreciate it. You know, you throw stuff at the wall. Sometimes it sticks, and sometimes I remember it halfway through saying your real name. <laughs> so, um, I we are here. I'm so flummoxed. Like, right out of the gate, I'm just stumbling trying to think of what to say about this movie. But we're talking about a movie called Bulletproof mm-hmm. from 1988. Mm-hmm. This oh, is, is it 88? I thought it was earlier in the 80s. I was giving it some <laughs> it forgiveness earlier. for being, yeah. <laughs> you Yikes. could have said 82, That's 85. how I was feeling. That's the vibe I got, like 82, 83, maybe. Yeah. 88. Yeah. This is the sandwich of Silver Bullet and Hider in the House. This is the whatever the gross middle of that sandwich is, is this movie. This is, again, I really think it's something where they're like, let's try and make Busey an action star. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Let's give it a whirl. Mm -hmm. Let's try and make him the lead. And immediately after this, they were like, no, you know what? He should be like the goofy partner or a bad guy. Yeah. And that works for him. Better, much better than this action hunk. He's supposed to be somewhat of a hunk. Uh, of sorts. He's got some ladies that dig him, right? Yeah. A bit of a renegade. We talked about this before recording. The first 15 minutes of a different movie that we watch, it doesn't seem like it's the same movie once we watch the movie, mm-hmm. gives you a good, a better Busey vibe. He's just this crazy renegade cop guy. And that feels Busey, right? Oh, he's a crazy person. Yeah. At the beginning of this. Yeah. And then the craziness kind of goes away, I don't know, in favor of a plot that I'm still very confused about there's a plot i thought well i mean there's a big tank there's that's that supposed tank. to be a super weapons yeah a, i mean that's a plot i'm calling a tank a plot does that okay. make sense yeah yeah <laughs> but before we get into it this is a patron suggested episode correct. james thank you so much <laughs> i looked through gary Busey's filmography because of this and I almost feel like we're gonna have to do it all at some point okay we really are i mean i mean we've We've done a good amount, but mm-hmm. I don't even think we're at the halfway point for what he did in the 80s. I'll take in the spectrum of Busey. It's kind of good to see where where his strengths and weaknesses lie. <laughs> his strengths, facial expressions, mm-hmm. and growling. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that laugh. He's got a goofy laugh. Too. He does have a goofy laugh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Weaknesses, line delivery, mm. and trying to... Helm a project, let's say. Okay, and I'll say, and I mean this in the kindest way, weakness, handsomeness, because I'm sorry, Busey. 
No, no, no. You're I think that's fair. That's fair. Physical me, appearance. <laughs> and again, this is an action movie. And I think action movies of the 80s, again, I think Commando, I think Rambo. These are these buff guys. Most of the time, they're shirts. Once they get into the fighting and the knit and the gritty, right? They're, I'm going to say, yeah, they're topless and they're sure. muscular and... Nope, not Busey. <laughs> you want to you take a take two on that muscular delivery there? <laughs> <laughs> I think you added a couple kidding. syllables. But I know what you're saying because um, he is wearing a button-down shirt this whole time. And not a button is out of place. No. Like it is, it is buttoned up to his neck almost yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah, there's no... He does take his shirt. I will say... He's he not out of shape. Yeah, when he pulls his bullet out and he's in the um, oh, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, right. I mean, you can tell he's sucking a gut in a little bit there, but he's not out of shape. Oh. Like, it's not like a, a chubby man trying to run around in this right. movie. But but he's not ripped. No, you can't you can't use commando and bulletproof in the same sentence. No, no. I do not want to see Busey squeeze into a black speedo and get in a rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see I'm that. I'm glad I didn't have to see that. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like cowboy boots and jeans and a button-down shirt that is tucked into those jeans yeah. throughout the insanity that is the <laughs> firefight of the end of this movie. Not a hair out of place, though. Because he's bulletproof. I have just a couple things to say about this movie before we start. Um, uh, something about the people uh, behind this. Mm. First of all, it's directed by Steve Carver, who died from COVID earlier this year. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, COVID they thought it was real. just a heart attack, but <gasps> later on, they did autopsy, little... it was COVID, yeah. Wow. Um, the other thing is, and I really hate, like, I'm bringing it down before I bring it back up. Are you um, really bringing it back up with this movie, I, though? Listen, I'm going to have to. I, I 100% will. <laughs> just okay. wait until we get to the writer. Um, the, the woman who played the love interest military mm-hmm. woman, her mm-hmm. name was Darlene Flugel, and... Uh, Flugs. I better Flugs. call friends Flugs. call her that's Flugs. What pe- that's yeah. what people call her. Flugs uh, from Wilkes-Barre. Shut so up. So a local. Little PA uh, local. Yeah, local. Aww. And how sad is this? Oh, no. She died of Alzheimer's. Well, a young Alzheimer's, I would at assume. At 63 years old. She was oh. diagnosed in her early 50s. Wow. Yeah. That's a shame. What? What yeah. are you bringing me down for? COVID and I'm Alzheimer's? Sorry. Like, I know it makes it so much more difficult to sheesh. rip on her acting chops when you hear this, but we, we're going to have to get beyond that. Mm. Can I, can I though talk about how the writer for this movie, first of all, there are three writers for this movie because wow. you need three what, what was written? to craft this story. <laughs> but the best known writer, his name is Fred Olin Ray. This guy has over 100 writing credits. Mm. Jamie, I'm just going to give you a handful of these titles. Tell me how interested you are in seeing these movies. Okay. 13 Erotic Ghosts. Uh, uh. <laughs> Ready for this? Bikini Airways. Genie in a String Bikini. Bikini oh. Pirates. The Teeny Weeny Bikini Squad. Oh my gosh, so many bikinis. Why were there not more bikinis in this movie? My personal favorite. 
Bikini Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> so, is it an yeah. 80s Bikini Frankenstein? Could no, it be part it, of our horror? No, these are all in the 2000s. Oh, wow. So he sharpened his skills. <laughs> yeah. After Bulletproof, he kind of went this direction. Hmm. So I don't know. I found his filmography wildly entertaining. I, so would, I, kind of I would, would have to agree. Those I would tell people to else. maybe go check it out because I, I don't know what this guy's doing. I don't know what's going on with what he does. But he has a ton of credits, and they're all just as funny as those. Goodness. So let's get into this movie. All right. You say I have to walk us through, but I don't know how we're going to really walk us through this disaster. But, I mean, this <laughs> this uh, action. This this, this action-packed disaster. Action-packed, you can call it that. Um, I'm not really edgy your seat. You kind of know. Oh, this is... I and. And like we sort of said before, you know, we were just recording for the patrons, like mm. this is a by the numbers renegade cop movie for the first 10 minutes of this. Right. And I thought that's the movie we were going to get. I thought that was the flow. I was into it. Busey's, yes. Uh, and I would have been kind of totally on board for I that. because I was accepting that. Yeah. Busey is really goofy. Yeah. So and maybe, his partners, really, it was a nice little spice. Like I said, kind of give you a lethal weapon feel. Yes. He's the crazy, you know, goofball, wants to go in for the action. And um, yeah. his partner would rather be, let's see. He sleeping? Wanted, uh, sleeping, sipping Pepto, or um, catching up on his show, on his um, Patti LaBelle concert. Yep, I, yeah, that's a wonderful detail dropped in. Like, I had tickets to Patti LaBelle tonight. <laughs> I should have been there with my wife. And I'm like, oh, this is like the, the you know, the married partner who's a few days from retirement. And then he gets killed. Yeah. And then Busey has to go all crazy on some bad guys. Nope, not at all. No, the, no. So this movie, I do... We talked about it in Ghoulies. I thought that was kind of funny because we talked about how the Ghoulies credits were read and unreadable. Oh, this yeah. movie has some of the most unreadable credits ever. It's purple credits yeah. on a nighttime background. And it's just like, a blur. That's why even the credits feel early 80s. They don't feel late 80s. They feel no. early 80s struggle a little. With yeah. the sexy saxophone through this whole opening, oh, too. How about that sexy oh, saxophone holy later? shit. When he, <laughs> we get a scene him. later. In case for those of you who has haven't seen it, we'll talk about this later. There is a scene because we got to show a little love interest with Busey, mm-hmm. and you know how Busey is is of interest to his ladies. He takes him to the beach and he plays the sax. That was wild. That was sexy, and, is what it was. And Jamie, I have to say, you sent me that picture. About a minute before I saw that, oh, before I got I'm to that sorry. scene, it was no, it was wonderful. But then the moment I saw it, I went, "Oh no, is that all I have to look forward to in this yeah, movie? Like, yeah. is that the highest of highs with this movie?" And it kind of is, oh. because Gary Busey fake playing a saxophone on a beach, yeah, is amazing. How that is not a gif just <laughs> floating around online. I know. I looked it up as a gift to send you, and that's what. Yeah, but it is not. It is not. No. No. No, it's not. He should overtake that guy from Lost Boys, that buff guy without a shirt playing a saxophone oh, yes, for no yes. reason. <laughs> yeah, was that a thing? I guess maybe that was an 80s thing where if you were feeling sexy, you were sexy. Yeah, I think it probably was. Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Like, I remember, like, um, not that I ever saw an episode of Silk Stockings because it oh. seemed way too sexy. <laughs> but yeah. I think I think I at least heard the theme song enough to be like, oh my God, this must basically be softcore porn. 
And I can only assume that the Red Shoe Diaries probably had a lot of sacks to that opening, too. Lots of sacks. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's, we have to, we have to talk about this. I mean, we are talking about it. We're, we're, oh, yeah. we're dancing with it. We're dancing with it. So like you said, the credits are shit. Um, and we get these, <laughs> we get these two uh, detectives. You know what you're in store for by looking at the words exactly. on screen in By how film. we start her out, we're like, oh, all right. Oh, all right. And we're in a dark city. Um, mm-hmm. Somewhere near the water. City is really unknown, right? It is it matter. Chicago? Is it, I don't know. Are um, we close to the border? Oh, we must be because we drive to Mexico. Are we in no, we San don't. Diego? We drive to a gas station where he gets on a helicopter. And the oh, gas station attendant true. is 100% nonplussed by any of this. That guy <laughs> does not get out of his seat when a helicopter lands outside of his gas station and picks up this lunatic because it's Gary Busey <laughs> and flies away. I love how they just show this old gas station attendant just sitting in his chair the whole time. He's like, whatever. This is where the helicopters come. Pick them up. Take them. Thank on their God that helicopter missions. took that maniac away from here. I thought he was going to buy gas or something. And I'd have to talk to him for the special missions, just Busey missions. Because as we said, we start out and does the first uh, crime they're going after does this have anything to do? It does kind of right because it's weapons related. I don't even know. So we have a lot of bad guys, as we said before recording in this movie. There's not just one. There's right. several. And soon we learn that any enemy of the United States now is apparently uh, getting together in Mexico. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> this movie has such weird dialogue, too, because they don't even want to say Soviet. They oh, yeah. say they are Soviet influenced. <laughs> like oh. it's just they for some reason they're like, well, we want to play this in the USSR. We cannot offend <laughs> them with the dialogue here. They also note the Arabs and the Cubans. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as we said, they head to Mexico for all this to take place. Yeah. And why is Henry Silva very, very noted Spanish actor, the one playing the guy from, I don't know, Iran or something like that. I'm like, why don't you just make him the Mexican guy? Just swap uniforms or something like this. It's- I was so confused with the bad guys. I didn't know. They were kind of a team, but they were definitely not cohesive. No. And they... It's like one of them just should have been dressed as a Nazi for no reason. Like <laughs> That's kind of what this feels like. Now, wait, like I said, the beginning... We were saying yeah. he's he's got a he's a detective, a crazy detective with a partner, and they're on some kind of a case that the partner's falling asleep to because he's dreaming of Patty Labelle, I suppose. Um, but does this this bus that that Gary's trying to get into this this weapons bust, right? Does this have anything to it do has with nothing? nothing. To do okay, with it. I no. didn't know if it did. No, it okay. has nothing to do with it. But where's another shootout? Because he he's yeah. sniffing mm-hmm. out the fact that these guys. Via ice cream truck? I don't know. We're watching for an ice cream truck. Um, but then Gary is just like, forget it. I'm just going to climb into this factory and, and sneak up on these fellas because I'm bulletproof. Well, first of all, he's yelling. He's looking at these guys through the window of a warehouse and his partner's yelling like, what are they doing? And Gary Busey's like, there's a whole lot of guns and these guys are total criminals. And nobody hears this. I do like the fact that he climbs into the window and doesn't take more than five steps until one guy's like, hey, what's happening up there? Who's that guy trying to sneak in? But Gary is, is, or what's his name, McCain? McBain? McBain. McBain. Yes. 
He's a sharpshooter, and boy, can he avoid a billet sometimes. Um, sometimes. And uh, this is a giant shootout that gets just gets really out of hand quite quickly. Very quickly, because there's fire, things explode. Wait, 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 hold on. You are Jamie. Go ahead. I'm blowing. You're glossing. You're glossing over the the amazing dialogue that Bulletproof is. All right. Because oh, a young. uh, First of all, in my notes as I was watching this, one of the uh, main bad guys in this beginning scene, I was like. In my notes, I wrote jokingly a young Danny Trejo, and then I looked it up. It it's is a the young Danny Trejo. Danny yeah, it is. It's his second film role. Oh. And he's a guy that has like over 400 at this point. Oh. So, yeah, Danny Trejo yells, hey, what's this? And McBain says, your worst nightmare, butthorn. <laughs> Butthorn. And then the, That's the word he uses. All the tickles, yes. everybody butthorn. All the time. And then immediately everybody else turns around and somebody yells, it's McBain. And I was like, he's a famous cop? Oh, yeah. People know of him. Oh, my God. Everyone in Mexico knows mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. He's infamous, one would Your say. Worst nightmare, butthorn. What he says the... butthorn three times in he this does. movie. He th- does. And then the first two times I was like, is he saying butthole? <laughs> what is he saying? And then I repeated it the third time. I was like, no, it's it's butthorn. Yeah. It is butt and then horn. You know that he was just supposed to say asshole, but that's something Gary brought to the set. Gary's like, we're and changing he's like, that. I want to do butthorn. I want to say butthorn. And the director did not give a shit. It was like, we got to get this movie done. Do it. Whatever you want to say. Whatever you need to say. Whatever you need to say, <laughs> Gary. Just do it. So you did say that he kills a lot of guys and then the two main guys... Uh, Danny Trejo and somebody else, they escape in, as you said, an ice cream truck that's filled with guns and ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to move popsicles to get to guns. It's a good way to hide the gun, I guess. At one point, the one guy goes, where are the grenades? And the other guy goes, they're in with the popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this put upon partner of his. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a bunch of dumb banter between them as they're driving. At one point, Gary Busey's driving backwards, yelling at him to shoot these guys. A grenade gets thrown in their car, and yeah. Gary Busey really is like, hey, can you uh, can you get that for me? He's, <laughs> you know, he's cool, and he's crazy, and his partner's uptight. Yeah. And they eventually blow these guys up with their own grenade. I didn't really know that they blew them up with their own grenade. I, they did. I, I was, was listen, I was paying attention at this point. Right, Uh-oh. Right. The fact that you have to keep <laughs> us on track makes me very worried It now. should. Because when it comes to these action-y things, I kind of get confused anyway. It's all a big shootout blur. I don't know when the exciting stuff is really happening. And I've already missed the first grenade throw. Although I do get the almost last grenade throw, which makes Busey roll away. One of my favorites, but um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's a big explosion, and now everyone, uh, uh, the captain, of is being called down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the captain who has very confusing. Like I'm not sure what this captain's up to, and I'm not sure what he's really upset about because he first starts yelling, "I was playing poker with the mayor, and damn it, I was winning." And then his very next line is. I can't believe I'm here. It's 3 a.m. Right. What are you Wait, doing? What, were, you, were you playing the pokes? What is the problem? Yeah. Right. And then he also tells, after getting mad at Gary Busey, he kind of whispers to Gary, by the way, <laughs> I like your style. And he really is whispering. Yeah. This guy looks around like, I hope the EMTs aren't listening to this. Yeah. But Gary, 
killing everybody. I love that about I'm, you. I'm into You're it. You're the best cop ever. I'm into it. And again, we don't see this captain again either. We don't see the no. partner. We don't see the captain. No. No. Because this like, whole this force is, is done. I, I know. I, <laughs> this The movie that this teased at the beginning is not it the movie doesn't. it delivers. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The only through line is that Gary Busey continues to show up on screen. That's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because then we get thrown into, and this is, I think, where you said you kind of you're get kind of jobbled. Now we're hanging out with the military or the army, and there's some kind of special op happening, and we've got a crew that gets pulled in for some secret mission with some um, some ama- uh, this this amazing weapon that needs right, to be transported. Yes. So here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do, Jamie. Yeah, I am going to tell you and the audience what I think is happening. Okay. And I'm going to be completely honest. This is not a joke. Okay. And then James, who's listening, can tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong. There you have it. There is a some sort of paramilitary group mm-hmm. in Mexico that the U.S. government is very worried about. Mm-hmm. But they can't justify going in and just murdering these people. So okay. the plan is to take this super top secret weapon in and have them capture it. And then that would give them reason to go in and to murder everyone. So they want the weapon to be captured by the bad guys. Yes. And oh, that that's why there, ca- she's like, this was a setup. But she, right. I thought it was a setup then. But then, then, mm-hmm. the murder... These are all the questions I have, of, but go ahead. <laughs> the, so, like you're saying, they're using sort of this the weapon, the tank, as sort of mm-hmm. this prey for these... Well, I'll just call them bad guys. (laughs) Bad guys. No, that's fine. They're from all different countries. All our enemies, let's say. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But then is it also because they they pick pick these specific soldiers or lieutenants Mm -hmm. or whatever. And we get this kind of later is do they pick them so that because that lady is picked. um, So specifically Bulletproof or McCabe, McBain Mm -hmm. can come down and kick wipe the asses of all these bad guys <laughs> wipe the asses <laughs> isn't that a I'm gonna wipe term? your ass you know sometimes all the poo doesn't quite get off I'm gonna help you with that then I'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> I'm gonna clean you up and then kick the shit out of you <laughs> Just yes but I think you're right I think that is <laughs> But I, I just don't understand why they, why they need, why the U.S. military, listen, I understand we didn't have drones at this point, like why they need Gary Busey to do all of this. Because he's a one-man show. They don't have to get a whole bunch of other people. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they do. They sacrifice those other soldiers that they send in with the tank. But I did need that conversation between two upper military people in the White House being like, well, why him? He's a one man show and scene done. I would have been like, oh, all right. All my questions have been answered. <laughs> but I really think that's what's happening because okay. you're right. Because she at one point says to, I don't know, the bargain basement, Sam Elliott. She's like, hey, why are we like... Like, this was all a setup. Because at the very beginning, mm-hmm. when they kill everybody, that old guy to her is like, uh, don't, maybe just don't put your weapon uh, up. Maybe just put that away and we'll be just fine. And then we see them set fire to everyone. And that's when I was like, well, wait, 
is this a setup? I, I just, is he in on it? I, I don't know. Oh, is her lieutenant guy in on it? He's just right. following commands. Because when we meet that guy, the, uh, what's his name look like? That was a good analogy. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott yeah. looked like. When we you know they called him, Sam Elliott and he's like, bullet Bullshit. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit proof? I don't think so. He's like, what, that Busey guy? Have they ever acted together? I doubtful. <laughs> Sam Elliott would not stand for that. No. Oh, I wish it was Sam Elliott playing Bulletproof. That would be... That would be yes. great. Because at, le- at least if he, like, moseyed in With and just mustache, killed people... With yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, this is believable. Right. <laughs> like, Gary Busey stumbling around, like, tripping over his own teeth. It just doesn't... <laughs> Busey's big old oh, teeth. There's twofers. Busey is an action hero. I oh, and it really did feel like they wanted to make a series of these. Just like there'd be like three McBain movies at mm. the end of this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not necessary. <laughs> no, no, I understand it's not necessary. No. <laughs> but yeah, we do get the backstory. Uh, sorry. Not the backstory. We get the plot of this movie, basically. All these military guys talk. But now Busey goes home to his wood-paneled house. Somebody is waiting for him. There's candles all alit. And his, it's not his pet dog lighting candles. No, no. It is a sexy lady in the tub with... Did you see that she has a rubber duck? Yes, I did see she has a rubber duck. Rubber duck. I wondered, because you know whenever they have like mm-hmm. bathtub scenes in movies and it's just the bachelor pad, I'm like, wow, she really made it like a cozy little... He's got a nice tub for a bachelor and lots of candles available. Um, He's got two bathrooms, first oh, of yeah, all. yeah, because he goes in the it's other pretty one. pretty nice. Yeah, pretty nice setup. But yeah, while she's uh, talking to him and flashing her nipples at him here and there uh-huh. through the bubbles of the bath. It's very subtle nudity in this movie. Yeah, very subtle. Yeah. He doesn't get in on her right away. He's kind of like annoyed that she's there, kind of. Yeah. Like what? That's why I was like, is this an ex? Like, yeah. Because he's even like, how did you get in here? Yeah. Like, he really seems aggravated by the fact that she's there. Well, I think she's, I think she's more like a booty call because his real love is this military girl, right? I mean, I think it's a lost love. Okay. You know, I, I think that's what it is because I think they were... They were done. Their thing was over. And now he's just running around shooting every bad guy he sees. And as we sort of said, he has a second bathroom where he goes to freshen up. And I do like how he has bathroom booze. He just reaches from the mirror. It's like a bottle of wild turkey. Yeah, (laughs) He just sips on it. But he's got to remove Mm -hmm. the bullet Mm -hmm. that's in his shoulder, which he puts into a jar of other bullets, a little collection. And she asks how his day was. And I like how she goes on about her day. She's like, and then I came home. My doggy chewed my shoes. And there's this whole thing about her day. But... He was like, it is oh. kind of fun because the whole time he's just wincing, pulling a bullet yeah. out. We do get to hear about this woman's day an awful lot. I guess they they do make some some love, but as you <clears throat> stated earlier, I don't know if this was for the recording, but uh, you say that you wanted to see more of this love scene between Busey and his. I his am lady intrigued. Mm. I I am I am intrigued as to and and I did put it out there for our patrons, but I'll put it out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Somebody please let me know if there's a full on Gary Busey love scene Oof. in any movie out there. I am, I'm just intrigued. I just want to see. I, j- I want to see it. I really do. You're hurting, aren't you? Don't. <laughs> it's, it's what I need in my life right now. All right. If you say so. <laughs> because and I think 
what it was was that at every moment in this movie where there was a chance of it, it, it just it, away. it faded to black. And I'm and thankful I, for that. No, I understand, <laughs> and I understand why you and most people would be. But you're intrigued, as you said. I by am a intrigued, Gary and Busey I, in, in impassioned. Well, I think it's because we've seen a lot of what Gary Busey can do, and we've seen a lot of what mm. he can do well, mm. as we said, with facial expressions, mm-hmm. and we've seen what he can do poorly. <laughs> but we've seen him play like a weird hero to you know Corey Haim, and we saw him play. A, a complete lunatic in Hider in the I'm House. I'm going to make, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I almost said, I'm going to marry Mimi Rogers, the movie. <laughs> I just, I want to see what else he's capable of and also what he's incapable of. So you want to see how poor he will do because you know it's not going to be pretty. No, I, I mean, know it's, at least I don't think it, but he could surprise me. I don't think Maybe so. that's where his skill set lies. Mm hmm. All right. I feel as if you're a bit delusional with this, but okay, all right. I hope our listeners do come through for you, though, and that you can watch a little Gary Busey. And maybe it is. Maybe you're right. Maybe this is the... Because it's not even like kissing. It's it's just the the... It's barely the act of kissing, and we cut away. That's like, they're not wearing clothes, and they're not interacting with each other at all. And I think oh. that's the thing where I'm like, maybe this just... Maybe they filmed it, and it was such a disaster. They were like... We have to cut immediately. Well, he's bulletproof. He's not loveproof. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm moving on, okay? I think we should okay, move on, right, okay? okay? I don't know what you're moving on to. Um, Nothing's happening. I'm uh, moving like, on to Mexico? Are we in Mexico yes, now? Yes. Yeah. This is where the military drives a secret weapon mm-hmm. into Mexico. It's huge, though, so it's not really secret. It's a tank yes. with, like, what would you call it? Sheet metal on it? To make it look boxy? I don't know what you call the covering, but it's protected. A protective covering. Yeah. Sheet it's metal? like someone drove a tank into Tron and then drove it back <laughs> out, and it was kind of Tron-like. Yeah, and only the programmers really know how to operate it. But I'll tell you, the inside, now I haven't had much experience in a tank, and we don't see the inside of this tank until the end. No, but, okay. What experience have you had in a tank? Um, it's not much. Is, is it a little bit? Like, was it like a few hours of training? You know, my tank days are, um, <laughs> they're, they're private, they're private. And even though I love my listeners, I can't share. No, I understand. There are some things that we shouldn't know that our listeners should not know about. Us. Right. They should not know that yeah. I'm so interested in Gary Busey sex. But oh boy, do we. <laughs> right. You know, way too much now. So go ahead. Talk about the innards of this tank. Oh, it's very professional looking it's like an office it's even nicer than like the starship enterprise it's got like swivel chairs and a coffee maker they press a button and a coffee maker comes out it's it's very in a movie like this where that should have landed so hard as a joke when that happened i think i just rolled my eyes it was like can we just move on well i got a kick out of gary's laugh when he saw it come out he had some some goofy laughter anyway yeah no they enter this tank and it really looks like they're in a spaceship like it's this is not the inside of a tank at all. There's Mm-mm. blinking, flashing buttons that don't seem to do anything. Mm-mm. But the two of them sit in there. Plenty of room for them to just get up and walk around, yeah. too, which I thought was great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cozy. And it's nice. Spacious yeah. on the inside. Yeah. The bad guys. I'm not sure which bad guys these are. Are these the Middle Eastern bad guys at this point? I, I don't think they know. Are. Well, I just can't. 
all just, right. They're all classified under the bad guys umbrella. So yeah. they kill most of these military, American military people. Mm-hmm. They um, kidnap a woman, mm-hmm. uh, a Sam Elliott lookalike, mm-hmm. and kind of a chubby bald guy, and then I guess a few other nameless people. Right. And they take the weapon, and they're celebrating this. Yeah. But back in the U.S., it's nighttime <laughs> for some reason. It's actually the same night. That's what's very weird about this. Gary Busey came home at night. Then we were in Mexico in the day. And now it's still at night because he just had sex with this woman. Right. And we are transported not for the first. Oh, sorry. No, for the nope. first time, but not the only time to a Gary Busey flashback. Oh, that's right. The flashback that happens. <laughs> and the... The flashback is all in slow motion, which really mm-hmm. accentuates the poor acting. Of <laughs> so Gary Busey is, I guess, an undercover cop or something. I think he's like a detective of some kind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we see that he has this kind of like schlubby middle management like partner <laughs> who is kissing on. Yeah. That lady. The lady that we saw, the military lady that is kidnapped. So- Clearly, Gary Busey was having an affair with his partner's woman. Mm -hmm. And they have this weird undercover operation where who knows what happens. I don't know really what was happening. (laughs) Gary Busey is slowly karate chopped in the neck. (laughs) In slow motion. In slow motion. Everybody's Mm -hmm. stumbling in slow motion and falling. And they do have a squib that explodes on his partner's chest. And because it's a squib and then the actor has to react to it, you can't show that in slow motion because this guy gets shot and it's like one beat, two beat, uh-huh. three beat. And finally his body like <laughs> moves. But Gary Busey, long story short, is again, long story. It's in slow motion. <laughs> Gary Busey tries to kill the bad guy, but instead accidentally shoots his own partner in the yikes. chest. Yikes. Yikes. And this is where I, again, you're not going to help this movie a whole lot, but this is where I needed something where Gary Busey was like an alcoholic or something. Yeah. And he was drunk at the time. And this is just mm. really eating him fire. up. Right. Yeah. Right. Because even when those guys come to recruit him to the military, they're like, you shot your partner. Who knows if it was really an accident? Blah, blah, blah. I just need them to be like, you were so damn wasted then. Blah, blah, blah. And he needs to be like, that was years ago. I haven't had a drop since then. Like some sort of character development or something. It's just like, I don't know. I was a bad shot once. Yeah, it was just the one bad shot he made because he was distracted, possibly by love, possibly he wanted his partner dead so he can have his girl. Everything worked out fine for Gary. Busey, I, I mean, guess. in the end, a little guilt there, but but no, he also got taken. He's got so the flashback happens, and mm-hmm. then he's he's woken up to a knock on his door, right. um, and he shoots at his door before he answers. That's quite a way to answer the door. He yeah. kind of knows who it is. He there's guys shouting back at him, and instead of inviting them in or just telling them to go away, he shoots at them. That's when I was like, is he just shooting blanks? Because why would you shoot through your own house? Like, it's abusive. He's crazy. He's crazy. But these guys need him. These are military guys that we met yeah. earlier. And they're like, we need you, Mexico, blah, blah, blah. Or, or right. we just need to talk to you. Because they don't even explain yet. No. He this gets is minimal just... explanation, really. It's just mm-hmm. like, you really don't have a choice. 
you have to come on this mission. And when they're first telling him at the house about it, and the girl, his little girlfriend, walks in with a T-shirt and then just yeah. walks back out. Like, and then just walks away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very strange. And this scene is lit in such a bizarre way. Did you notice, like, the camera's really low to the ground. Yeah. It's just like a single harsh light. Shadows are huge mm-hmm. on the wall. A wall that goes up forever and just above his door, he's got, like, steer horns for some reason. <laughs> it's it's a terrible-looking set. It's lit This movie is low budget, but at certain times, I'm like, this just looks like a bad TV show. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, I don't think we talked about, or I guess I did, Henry Silva is uh, one of the bad guys. I guess he's the main bad guy. I'm going to call him the main bad guy. Okay. And I don't know if you remember Henry Silva. You probably don't, because this was another stinker. He was the bad guy in Code of Silence. Oh... Yeah, I don't remember him. No, I know. No. <laughs> I barely remember that. I only remember the only part of that movie I think I'll always remember is when that woman whose parents were murdered is crying and Chuck Norris sits down next to her and just like pats her on the shoulder <laughs> with this blank expression on his face. Well, even Chuck Norris could have done a better job maybe in this movie. Maybe? I don't know. I really don't no. know because I don't think I don't think we'd have any of the fun at the beginning, and I right. don't think Chuck Norris would let you strap him to a wheel and push no, him down a hill. He would have fought through that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> push him down a hill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least Gary Busey gives us the crazy lethal weapon wannabe beginning of this movie, and we before. hold on to that. For the rest That's of all it. I'm holding on to. Yeah. Henry Silva basically kidnaps her. And well, how angry is she, though? She's angry when she gets kidnapped. She's very, she's very feisty, very sassy. Um, I don't know who she thinks she's messing with, but I applaud her confidence and her, her balls, I'll say. She's got a pair of balls on her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, she she gets in the face kind of of the, this bad guy when he's like... Yeah. yeah. At one point, he does say something to her. He's like, do you think something's funny? And she goes, yeah, your face. <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, it's a bad line delivery but that could have been funny i guess yeah and he's very angry that he she is that kind of woman oh you're the kind of woman that there's just a lot there's a lot of like they're trying to connect to the i'm gonna say the american dad watching this movie at times and just be like yeah take that you stupid arabs like it's just every now and then like at one point somebody's like yeah you know what you think allah's really god you're wrong oh yeah where did that come from she goes your allah god is stupid or something like that yes i was like we're Five eighths through this movie now, and this comes out of nowhere. Yeah, you're right. It is for yeah. kind of a hey, yeah. So they take uh, Gary Busey to a warehouse mm-hmm. where he shows up dressed like Al Bundy wearing a high school football jacket. Oh. <laughs> it's, it doesn't make sense. It's just to show him he's old school. He's like, hey, and he's refusing. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want any part of this project. I don't want to do what you want me to do. I'm not going to be a part of it. And they're basically like, yeah, you don't have a choice. Like, you don't have a choice. You have to. And they, at this point, I don't... Have we said bulletproof yet? Because this guy says, this weapon, it's bulletproof. Much like you. <laughs> like, all right. Stop it. Stop it, movie. <laughs> and and it really is... There's some funny Gary Busey like, noises. I'm just going to call it noises mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. When he pulls up to his house... For some reason, he's been driving a monster truck, and he gets out of it, and all you hear is him go, ah! 
<laughs> wow. Like that was real on the set. Gary Busey having trouble getting out of this. And at this point, they throw <laughs> de- they have like intel and it's a big binder and they put it down and Gary Busey's sitting in a chair and he's like, Here's the intel we have. Gary Busey's in a chair and he just goes, Ugh, damn it. And like he seems like he's having a hard time getting up out of that chair or doesn't want to stand up in the scene. And it's just right there on screen. <laughs> you know, Busey, action hero, but how much action can he really take? Let's, let's... You know what I didn't see in this movie? Uh, Gary Busey run. He's not a fast mover. He avoids the bullet, but that's why he catches some. I don't think he runs. No. I don't think he runs in this movie at all. While all of this is taking place and while they're negotiating with Gary Busey to go there, we do find out that for some reason um the bad guys can't operate this weapon because when they try fireworks shoot all over the place. <laughs> well, because they don't know the codes right. and they've killed the chubby guy which was the code guy. Because they do as this woman, she's like, stop killing everyone. I will help you if you stop killing everyone. They're like, okay. And she goes up and boop, 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 yeah. does something. Another guy tries it. He explodes. And they're like, what? And she goes, well, you killed the person that had the code. Yeah. I'm like, why'd you say I just you would know help? a couple of the buttons to press. <laughs> I don't know the codes. Because then even later, her and Gary are trying to figure out the codes. And he's like, come on. Gary's better at figuring them out. Gary gets in that thing and immediately is like, oh, here's how you drive this. Oh, wait, no, that's a coffee pot. All right, this button does it. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely crazy. It it doesn't make any sense. Did we get to the flashback yet of the beach? It's it's right here. All right. It is right here. (laughs) Can you set it up? Because it's so wonderful. Well, isn't he laying first? And is he laying down in a in bed and having a breeze come by, or was that how the other flashback started? Uh, no, this is him laying in bed, which I guess he just agreed to do this to go and on now this he's mission. Like taking and he's taking it in. He's yeah, waiting to, he's waiting to go to this gas station. I guess. Yeah, he's waiting to get set off on the mission, and he's just got the curtain, the window open, and the curtains blowing, and he's daydreaming about days gone by. But hold on, before we go to the flashback, mm-hmm. and I think this is why this is the particular flashback, and this is what was so exciting to me. We started his feet in bed, and the camera pans up to show a saxophone lying on his chest oh, as if right, he had right, just right. finished playing it. And now he thinks about other times in his life that he played the saxophone. And then we see that girl, the military girl, walking on the beach. He's yeah. not even with her at first. He's just <laughs> no, sitting he's off some to other the guy. side. He's just sitting off to the side at the beach playing the saxophone. And then we realize it is for her because she comes. The whole the whole thing is confusing. Like, who are the enemies? Who is his real love interest? Who is he playing the saxophone for? It is so great. It's so great. And he's really like, because you even see his cheeks moving. So he's really trying to he's trying fake to play the out. saxophone. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's so dumb. It's like, horrible. It's so stupid. It's... And then we, again, dissolve from the flashback to reality yeah. where he's just lying in bed with his saxophone. With a daydreamy look in his eye. The, the saxophone flashback morphs into the tease of a sex scene flashback now with the blonde oh, woman. Oh, yeah. That doesn't, but it's yeah. barely. I think we had more of a sex oh, no, no. scene with the other Yeah, lady. no, yeah. she doesn't even have her clothes off like the other yeah. woman was willing to do for that yeah. scene. That's why I think they included her. I think they wanted some nudity, I guess, in this movie. Yeah, there's maybe. there really is not a lot of cursing. Like you said, he calls... Is there? No. 
Yeah, so, but it's rated R for the violence. I get that, but... Um, yeah, I guess like it's the violence and the nips in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the, it's The it. tubby nips. The tubby nips. Yeah. So he is picked up by helicopter at a gas station, as mm-hmm. we mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then he has to parachute into Mexico. And we don't even see, like, a fun scene of him, like, in a parachute, like, trying to figure <laughs> stuff out or falling to the ground or anything like Mm-mm. that. It really is like, we're in a plane, right? Like, uh, planes have red lights, so I guess we're in a plane, and now he's in Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) And they hook him up in Mexico with a kind of these two assistants, Mexican assistants, right? That are going to kind of navigate, help him. Gary doesn't even pretend he speaks Spanish. I think he says hola, maybe, (laughs) and he calls them amigos. Hola is Gary Busey's only Spanish that he knows because he says hola to people whether he is befriending them or just about to murder them. Or about to murder them, right. There is a quick scene before he meets up with his, I don't know, um, whoever these people are that are there to help him, of Gary Busey just unable to drive a Jeep. Did you notice this thing is jolting and conking out and then finally (laughs) I'm assuming it's a stick shift. He's not used to stick. I'm not sure. (laughs) Maybe not the best man for this job. Maybe not the best man to drive an experimental weapon back from Mexico if he can't speak Spanish or drive stick. He's the guy. He's the one man for the show is what it is. I guess so. Henry Silva, the villain, takes the woman, Gary Busey's old love interest, Mm -hmm. and he wants to have dinner with her. Well, and she's been held held prisoner in a church right. with her other oh. sergeant friend right. um, and a couple of nuns and a uh-huh. priest. Yep. Um, I like when they're like, who is this bulletproof or who is this McCabe, McBain or whatever? I keep calling him McCain. Um, but yeah, I don't know where they came from. Oh, I guess because they must have ran the church and they took over the church. And so now they're It's like they're hideout. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wish the priest was like, I have heard of Bulletproof. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only person who doesn't know who Bulletproof is. Yeah, they're like, tell us, did you love him? Um, But yeah, they, they, then Henry Silva comes in and takes her, yeah, wants to have vodka and dinner with her. This is a long scene. Also, I love how it's revealed that apparently under Henry Silva's uniform, he's just wearing a turtleneck and a sweater. (laughs) For a second, they sort of slap each other. Yeah, they and have a silly the, slap yes, fest. Yes. And it's the time in most movies, because this movie's trying to be serious, but it's a time in movies like this where they would slap, and the look on their faces is like, now this is where we kiss. Like, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Is what happens. Now it's going to turn passionate. No, yeah. it turns into a rape that then we cut to the priest and everybody having to listen to this rape. Yeah, it's kind it's of uncomfortable. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause, well, because she, again, she's sassy, so she tries to fight him off. I don't know what she thinks she's, she's going to do, because then he comes at her with a knife, and the dining room isn't far from the bedroom, so they go quickly from vodka and dinner to... And then, yeah, he brings he calmly brings her back, like she's right. dressed and just sad, and her lieutenant guy that kind of got her involved in this whole um, mm-hmm. mission is like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be... I mean, I've already had sex with Gary Busey, so. (laughs) I mean, this is still the worst, but it's not quite that far down. Yeah, yeah. Plus the partner of Busey, which looked too old for her, in my opinion, but I'm not going to judge. Yeah, Um, this, this woman's having a bad run. 
Yeah. That's what I'm going to yeah. say. She needs to set better boundaries for herself. Yeah, hopefully everything was working out well for her before she went to yeah. Mexico. Oh, also, this bargain basement Sam Elliott, at one point, he's like, guess what? I got a knife here. It doesn't oh, yeah, come to anything. Yeah, he's got a anything. knife in his pocket. Well, I think anything. that's because he unleashes his, or undoes his handcuffs at a certain point. And I feel like maybe that's how he does it. But again, we're showing a lot of little secrets in this yeah. and then doesn't really make as big of a splash as we needed to this movie doesn't make as big a splash as it should have yeah very quickly this comes to nothing also gary Busey meets two dudes in mexico one turns out to be a traitor immediately oh yeah yeah one right away nephew or something yeah he lets the rest of the crew know that bulletproof is here some American gringo, uh, they call him a Yankee, I think, a bunch of times. Because yes. that's a term. And immediately, everyone, whether you are from the Middle East or Mexico, everyone goes, bulletproof, bulletproof, yeah. bulletproof, bulletproof's here? Oh, my God, bulletproof. Yeah. I haven't heard of bulletproof in a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is what's happening down here in Mexico. Yeah. This is when he starts calling people butthorns. This is them, when he see, tries to get in Who are these fence. people he kills? Are they really bird hunters or some dudes? Like, Or were they just part of this crew? The, they're just like guys on watch who are doing a really bad That's job of I it. Thought. Okay. Yeah. Because, again, Gary Busey cannot be killed. Yeah. And anyone who wants to shoot a Gary Busey can. You might yeah. get one bullet in the shoulder. But he will kill everybody with a single shot. He'll take that bullet out with his teeth. Or or a knife if he wants to silently kill somebody. Yeah, he does kill somebody with a knife. He breaks a fence and then stabs him with a knife. Yeah. Oh, this is important. He does sneak around a bit trying to rescue everybody, but is quickly, like, surrounded and captured. But the military gave him a detonator. So if he's close enough to the weapon and you hit this button, apparently it takes a question mark amount of time for it to then explode (laughs) because he starts the detonator here. Then he is immediately knocked unconscious and another guy just pushes the button and it stops it. And it's over. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And this is when they decide that this is almost a James Bond movie. So they're going to tie him to a giant spool. It's like one of those spools that they put wire around yeah. when they're like working yeah. on telephone lines. <laughs> and that's what he's strapped to. He's strapped to this giant spool. But he And they're not going to kill him just yet. They're holding him prisoner right now. Um, I thought they were going to strap him to the weapon, but that's not what they do. Or just kill him. Mm. Well, and be like, oh, the main threat. Yeah, what information this, did they need from him? They don't need any, anything. <laughs> like, the only thing I could see is, oh, hey, lady, we now have your male love interest right. here. This super hunk. So now you have to help us. But she's already proven that she is unable to help them. Yeah, she doesn't know all the proper codes. Well, they pull her out anyway. They pull them all out to see that they have bulletproof. And she's at first not impressed. She's like, yeah, whatever. I don't really like him anymore. It's not a big <laughs> she's deal. like, you see who that is, right? Yeah. It's Gary Busey. <laughs> I already had sex with that guy. <laughs> Why would I be upset about this? But she does, like, at some point she stole a grenade or something they like that. They come up with a plan. The guy does a distraction. Her other lieutenant okay. guy does a distraction. <laughs> You can call that a plan, I guess. And then she grabs the grenade, and then she insists that before they do anything that she gets to talk to Busey. Mm-hmm. And when she talks to him, she passionately kisses him. And then uh, he makes some line like, where, where are you staying tonight? Or where are you yeah, going to be oh later? God. 
And just, she's like, just look down and look at the damn grenade yeah. I'm showing you. Quipping till the bitter end is Busey. And she's literally holding a grenade against his chest. Yeah. And she has to tell him to look down at the grenade she has. And he's even like, what are you going to do with it? And her plan is, I'm going to drop it on the ground kind of right in front of you. Yeah. And him, you may die or it may dislodge this giant wheel, which they put right next to a hill. Like they put him at the top of a hill. And she's like, I guess then you might roll down the hill. At least you'll be free. I guess somehow they're assuming that he will then become untied once it starts. He does rolling. get untied. I don't know how he does it. Maybe enough rolling all. I don't know. I don't know, but that's her plan to let the grenade go down. And There's some great like ADR too when this oh, of wheel. Yeah, of him going, damn it, damn it, yeah. damn it, because you get this Gary Busey puppet that's strapped to this wheel <laughs> rolling down a hill. Just for a second, though, like I really wanted him to roll into another town or something. No, no, he rolls far enough to be free, and they're all like, ah, oh, he got away. He does commit though to being rolled because then he gets up and tries to run away and he keeps falling over like he's super dizzy. He's got the spins. He's got the spins. Yeah. Or it's just because Gary Busey can't run. Like you said, we don't ever really see him running. And they really are like, uh oh, oh well, McBain got away. Now let's all get in our Jeeps and drive around with this secret weapon. And he, like I said earlier, just walks out of a couple of trees and murders everyone. That's he's in, te- in just kills everyone. Then she and he like fight kiss. They fight for a little while and then they kiss and then, right. Oh no, somebody's still alive and they have to shoot him. And then they kiss again and get in this tank weapon and start driving around. And now there are Russians because mm-hmm. Henry Silva's not dead. No, but he's lost his, his, he doesn't look as impressive. No, right, <laughs> he looks a little disheveled. Yeah. This is when a coffee pot comes out. I just love, there's a coffee pot. It's not just like a cup of cup, like a paper cup falls down and the coffee goes into it. Uh-uh. It's a pot of coffee. That uh-huh. I guess you have to scoop coffee into it and fill it with water from somewhere. No, and the then machine push does it the itself. Button. The army, okay, the, right. the tank does it itself. The and military it's not even a full them. pot of coffee. It's like a half a pot of coffee. Yeah, if you and how long has that been in there? Like. I don't know. I don't know, but Gary's impressed. He is. He's all tickled by it. He's like, yeah. This at this point in the movie, Jamie, I have like two more lines of, of notes. Notes, and I think we still have twenty minutes of shooting mm, left. In this well, movie. yeah. There's. I looked and I was like, we're like, we're wrapping things up here, are we not? No. Yeah. We got twenty more minutes of yeah. killing the. We try to get the other prisoners, the priest and the nuns and the. Mm-hmm. Other guy free. Gary insists to go back for them, mm-hmm. but really he they all get killed anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> and Gary almost gets killed, but she saves him because that who's the guy with the long hair? He almost takes Gary out, but then like, she like saves him. Like the number him. two. Like yeah, the number, he is okay. someone's number yes. two. Yeah. Yeah. We do Henry Silva is finally <laughs> He is run over by this tank, which I think is very hilarious. Oh, he's, yeah, I do like it. She runs him right the fuck over, which I kind of appreciate. Yeah. He's got the detonator, and he's like, ha-ha, and he starts the detonator, and she runs him over. But it reminds me of that scene in um, Austin Powers mm-hmm. when he's going to run that bad guy over, and the guy's like, no, and he's holding out his hands, oh, and yeah. the camera pans back, and he's like 40 feet, uh-huh. and the guy just doesn't move. Because... 
you have to really stand still to be run over by a tank. Yeah. I'm sure people throughout military history have been run over by tanks, sure. but they don't move all that quickly. No. And he is crushed in such a way where his hand and the detonator are sticking out from <laughs> under the thing. So she's able to push a button and stop it from yeah. blowing up. Yeah, but you see the blood, his blood on the detonator. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And Gary Busey kind of murders everyone. Mm -hmm. And then we see, I don't know, again, bargain basement Cheech and Chong crossing the border oh, at the yeah. end of this movie. I don't know what that was. That what? was just to show you I, that we're I at don't the border? Know. Yeah, yeah, that we're at the border. Funny. Yeah. And this guy walks up to these two stoners and is like, you have anything to declare? And they're like, just driving through, dude. And he's like, all right, be on your way, man. Nothing suspect about this. And then a giant Tron tank pulls up and Gary Busey laughs or, I don't know, has one dumb line. Like the wink and the gut, like, yay, we're good. Well, he knows, too. It's bulletproof. And his new tank. Thunder. We forgot to see the name of the tank, which I wrote down. The oh, Thunder please. Blast. Yeah. That's Thunder Blast. Worth, that's worth mentioning. <laughs> well, I'm wrote it down. They should have just called this movie Thunder Blast. Why not? Or just have it be like a, the duo, Thunder Blast and Bulletproof. And that's the end. That's oh, the I'm end I'm glad of you wrapped that up quickly. Because there was a lot shit. more fighting and a lot more. But you, you really did take us to it. And I appreciate that. That is... Jamie, it's when I stopped paying attention. It's yeah. when I could not pay attention anymore. This was a rough one. I did two parts. It sounds like you did too, yeah? Or did you watch it all in one? I actually had to do it in two parts, but it wasn't because I couldn't take it. It was a, a time thing. Uh. I started it at a point where I had to go do something. And I was like about 20 minutes in. I was like, why did I start this now? I have to leave. But maybe oh. it was for the best. Yeah, it definitely was. Because watching it in one full <clears> swoop, <throat> you would have been angrier i think yeah and the movie's only an hour and a half long yeah but still <laughs> sorry i hold on hold on let me say that differently this movie's an hour and a half long yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have to tell you this movie made yeah. me i said this before we recorded i feel like it's Busey's red sonia uh -huh. so it i think it's fair to say that neither one of us were thrilled with it i was bored by it i was thinking of red sonia when i was watching this and and I haven't – we have watched really bad movies, and we've watched movies that I think are probably worse than this one. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I think we have. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I haven't thought about Red Sony in a while, and I thought about it during this movie. I, I agree. I, I completely did. Is it, it all the sand? Such a, it's the sand and just the – what is really happening? Who are we fighting? What are we going after? Jamie, we're fighting America's enemies of 1988. Yeah. And are we really fighting or is Gary Busey just very lucky that he, because like you said, you don't really see him run. You don't really see, he's action, but he really is just a good shooter, I guess, or quick, or the other people are not that good. Like, it's not like he's got any kind of fancy, he's not Van Damme in it, that's for sure. Which, no. Oh, uh, not shit. expected. It's two different people here. I, I want to see Gary Busey try and do some of those, those splits. splits. That's what right? I want to see. That would be amazing. <laughs> I don't want to see a sex scene with Busey. I want to see Busey do the splits. Uh, Jamie, oh. those splits are basically a sex scene. Oh, for <laughs> We'll get me started on Van Damme. <laughs> you know what? We need, to, we need to yeah. dive into another dam We need to soon. Van Damme it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been too long. Van December? No, we already got our December planned, I know. But yeah, we maybe do. in the future. Um, Damn anyway. December. <laughs> okay. 
Well, yeah, no, this was not good. I, I did not enjoy it. I really thought from the beginning that it was just going to be a lot of dumb fun and I could laugh at the line sure, delivery Busey, and I could yeah. laugh at mm-hmm. crazy Busey being all crazy Busey. Sure. Like I said before, this movie tries to inject some sort of plot into it and that was just not a good idea. No. Yeah. No, no. And I have to say, I, I don't even have a solid recommendation from it. I think I was left in a state of like, what did I just experience? What did I... Is your recommendation just to be like, just watch Silver Bullet or, or just watch... A clip of him making those goofy faces yeah, over and just, over and over again. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm at a loss. <laughs> well, my recommendation is going to be what I'm watching lately, which has nothing at sure. all to do with that's this. That's okay. You recommended it to me, I think, that Murder in the Building, Murderer in the Building. Yes. It's good. Yeah, I like it. It's really fun. Um, it's isn't, adorable, Isn't actually. Selena Gomez really good in this show? I had no And why idea. does she talk like this? I, I have know. no idea. I had no <laughs> idea a famous singer would sound like this. That's when really she's good, Selena Gomez. <laughs> when she started talking, I went, is this? Did they bring someone else in to do this voice? No, you're right. Do it again. That's really um, good. Jamie, do you like my show? It's called well, Now you're a little bill. Sean Connery. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's gone. It's gone. It's been a while since I watched the show. <laughs> Selena Gomez or Sean Connery? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's our next game. Selena Gomez or Sean Connery? I will just deliver lines. They will either be from Sean Connery movies or lyrics from songs she sings. Yeah, I'm, I'm even impressed with her. I have to say, it's a, it's yeah. cute. It's adorable. It's it's a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. it has. There's really no correlation um, to this movie, except it's better than this movie. <laughs> But That's not a correlation, are. then. <laughs> but what is your recommendation? You must have something, yeah? Yeah, I mean, in, in the most basic, you know, if we're talking about good guys and bad guys. Um, I watched a movie from, guess what, Jamie? It's an old movie from oh. 1956 called Indeed? Nightfall. Ooh. And it's about... Um, it's kind of an interesting movie in the way that it's told because it's this guy who's like being trailed by a cop because they think he may have committed murder, but they're not mm. sure. Mm-hmm. So they can't really arrest him. Mm. And the guy's all shifty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these other two dudes basically confront him and are like, give us our money. Oh. And that's basically how you're thrown in. And he's like, I don't have your money. You guys are going to kill me. I'm super afraid right now. Ooh. And they're like, yeah, you have our money. And the movie's told through flashback as to what, happened to sort of get to oh, this point fun. it's kind of fun yeah. yeah and it is also an hour and a half long and it's a Ooh. much more enjoyable way to spend an hour and a half fair enough that's good oh. that's good i do have to say Oof. uh james this is he, he's a relatively new uh patron at this tier this is his first choice this is his first one. Well, and so, again, if this was something that maybe as yeah. a child he enjoyed or just to give us a more spice of beer abuse. Yeah. And, and it's um, not like I because we tell you like when you guys you know support us at this level, you know, we do kind of say, hey, it could be something you like. It could be something you hate. You could, it could be something torture, you torture us. us. Right. 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 Exactly. So and I kind of want to know if that was the intent, you know, yeah, if that was the intent to be like you know what, this is a bad movie, maybe you guys have fun with it, or if this, I can't imagine anyone sees this as a good movie, but like you said, sort of the nostalgia factor, maybe this is something that, it feels like something that you could have caught on TV many, many times on a Sunday afternoon, so. And as a little kid, maybe you did, like, you were like, yeah, maybe you. (laughs) Get a Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, is, is there's one thing I know about little kids. They love Gary Busey. <laughs> He's got a real... Ladies and kids, that's yeah. who really Busey oh, fans. You know what my recommendation is, actually? Oh, if people are not following Gary Busey on, on Instagram, Insta? yeah. please follow Gary Busey. He carved a pumpkin, Jamie. I sent you the picture. <laughs> it looks like a child did this. It looks like a baby and tried he, to carve he looks certifiably insane these days. Did you... And I know I just sent you the picture, but there is a video clip of him holding this pumpkin up. And he's like, this is my friend, Pumpkinhead. And he's here today with me on this wonderful day, Halloween. <laughs> and then he just keeps talking like a normal person. And, and then the clip ends. Most of his clips, he has a parakeet on his head while he's talking. <laughs> he's a joy to follow. <laughs> it is. It's. It fills me with such happiness anytime a new video by Gary Busey pops up. There's off. your recommendation, people. Check out <laughs> Busey's Insta. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> so, Jamie, we're about to enter one of our favorite holidays. Oh. I mean, certainly, I think our favorite holiday on the podcast. It warms my heart. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit down to a big meal and celebrate <laughs> Sly's giving. <laughs> It's a delight on this show. It is a delight and very early on. And I think it's going to work out this way. I was really looking at the Sly Stallone filmography, what we Mm -hmm. have, but I still think it'll work out to where we are alternating between movies with guns and movies without guns. Okay. Okay. So we are on to guns and I think we're doing like our first legitimate, like good And I mean, like, critic consensus good. Okay. Sly Stallone movie. Because we're talking about 1982's First Blood. Oh, First Blood. The first of the Rambo movies. The only one of those without the word Rambo in the title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he wasn't a caricature yet. But, yeah, I think it really is. Like, I mean, for us. All right. I I don't want to speak for you, but I think I can speak for you. For us, rhinestone will always Rhinestone's be the, the pinnacle. It the is the pinnacle rhinestone of, of his Sly's career. Giving. Yeah. I mean, you know, there were some times when we were talking where over the top was almost nipping at its heels. But no, I'm, rhinestone is Still, it has pulled out compares. to such a lead. Like, <laughs> so even something that is. I think objectively a good movie like First Blood, I still don't think it's going to take over, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm interested to see, but yeah. there is nothing like seeing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe it took us a little bit too long because now we're opening up this can of Rambo because we have three Rambo movies in All the 80s. All of them are in the 80s, wow. Yes. Good All three, I think you made a fourth one, maybe a fifth one. Those aren't in the 80s. Gotcha. But yeah, we got three of those. We still have to do Rocky Three. Oh, it's the only one we haven't yeah. done. That's the one with Mr. T, isn't it? Well, when I say it's the only one we haven't done, it is the one with Mr. T. <laughs> but we only did four. <laughs> but the first two were in the seventies. They were the seventies, so right? That's all we got, and then there are a few other wonderful gems. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, but we are going to watch First Blood. That's our next movie we're going to do. That will come out the day after Thanksgiving. Day after Turkey Day. Yes, so when you're eating your leftovers, you can listen to us talk about our true holiday, our Lord and Savior, Sly Stallone. (laughs) 
All right, everybody, thank you again for listening. Once again, thank you, James. And if you would like to be a Patreon supporter like James, you can go to patreon.com slash movies, where we have a tier where you're able to have us watch a movie. Not Bulletproof. We already talked about it. Don't suggest Bulletproof. Uh, but you can sign up and you can make us watch one movie every year so long as you are signed up. So find that. Find all of our bonus content there. And uh, we will have another bonus episode on December 1st. That's down the road a bit. We'll talk about that next time. All right, that's it. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> the fast cars and they're loud right a... I, I don't know i don't okay. know what do you the know? thing i know about cars is that i have cars okay <laughs> that's about it limited then limited <laughs>